Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 friends. I'm so happy to be with you on this gorgeous day recording this amazing episode with you. It's been a minute before or it's been a minute since I have been in here solo on the podcast. And I chose very specifically, very intentionally to release this episode on this day. Um, This podcast episode officially comes out on April 6th of 2022. And I very intentionally saved this content that I wanted to share with you today Uh, for this day, for this day, very, for a very specific reason. And if you've been tuning into the podcast lately, I would say in the last, what, maybe it's been three or four months, we have been sharing different author spotlights on the show with all of the different women. There are 14 in total women who have come forward to share their story in our newly released book called Elevate Your Voice. And guess what? That book is now live on Amazon as of today. (laughs) And over the last few months, I've been bringing all of the different women who've been uh, writing and sharing their story in that book. And I've been hosting them on the podcast here at the Inside Story. And we've been calling them author spotlights. And we've just taken a little bit deeper dive with each woman to share her story, to go through what it's been like for her to write her story, to publish her story, to go through this book project experience with us. And I started realizing that I probably needed to share my own story with you as well. So today's episode is my very own author spotlight. I'm going to share with you some of my biggest takeaways, some of the behind the scenes stories of, of the writing of this book and the creation of this book, as well as what I have felt all along the way. And trust me, I think I have felt every emotion under the sun over the last nine months, because that's been the uh, total time that has elapsed since the very beginning of starting this project to where we are today putting this book out into the world, having it being released today on Amazon officially. So I'm ready to dive in to my very own author spotlight by sharing with you some of those stories. Now I want to take you back uh, to the very, very beginning. I don't think that this is a, this really is an inside story that I don't think a lot of people, even the authors that are in this book with us, I don't think actually many of them know this story Um, as well. And I want to take you back to how this project even unfolded because it was an idea that the publisher, Lynette Pottle, brought to me. And when she first reached out to me, this was in the summer. I want to think it was in June or July. I think it was in June because I was about to go on a two-week vacation. And she reached out to me and she said, I have an idea and I would really love to reach you and talk to you about it before you go on your trip because Lynette and I are friends and she knew that I was getting ready to um, head out on a two week trip and she wanted to have this idea planted in my head before I left. And so we did get together and talk about it. Um, and I told her I was making absolutely no decisions when I was in vacation mode because my brain had already left for Mexico. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) even though I had not gotten on the plane yet, 
my mind, body, and spirit was already there. And so I told her we would talk as soon as I got back from vacation. When Lynette originally came to me with this idea of a collaborative book, it really looked different than what we ended up producing. Lynette had spoken at my storytelling symposium. She had been a valued member of the Light Beamers community for years. She and I have um, known each other online for about seven years now, six or seven years. And so she knew that she knew my business. She knew what I did. She knew my community and she knew that I had incredible access to women who had incredible stories. And all of that is true. Initially, when she came to me, it was more of a project that she was thinking of launching and she just sort of wanted my help. And if I could make some referrals to some women that, um, that would end up being in the book with her, that would end up sharing their story, then it was really kind of a approach. I was approached by her just like we would do like a referral fee and then I would help bring those women to the table, which was a great offer. I mean, like, I didn't really have to do any work, right? I could just share the beautiful women that I know and people who I know were ready to write their story and share their story in a book. And I could just pass them all off to Lynette and maybe make a little, little bit of money on the side and celebrate those women sharing their story. And I really didn't have to do much work. But immediately when Lynette shared this idea with me and kind of pitched this concept to me, I knew that if I was going to, to make recommendations for those women, I wanted to do so in a way that would make them feel safe because sharing your story, especially if you've never written a book before, writing your story to be published in a book is a very, very big deal. And it's important to note that I had never published a book before. I had never written my story to be shared in a book either. And so I immediately saw such a golden opportunity to not only walk that journey with those women, but to be one of those women as well, right? To be an author in this, in this book, which of course Lynette had offered that up to begin with. Like, and you can write one of your stories too. Like you can write a story in it as well. And so within the matter of our conversation, once we connected and started talking about this, I said, I am a hundred percent in on helping you find the women that will be in this book. But if we do this, it has to be an all light beamer book. This can't be just people sprinkled about uh, haphazardly because I want my light beamers. I want the women that I have been working with that I know their stories. I want them to feel safe and I want them to feel like we're creating a container that is special for them. And so I, in some ways sort of hijacked Lynette's idea. Thankfully she was a hundred percent on board for it. In fact, she said, actually, April, what you're speaking out is really what I would love. I mean, this is even better what you're proposing back to me. And so we agreed that we would co-collaborate and that we would co-lead the experience that I would bring the women to the table, but I would help them usher in that story. And then she obviously would help, um, get that story to be published. And so over the last nine months, we, we created this light beamers author program, um, now called the light beamers. She gets published uh, program and I'm so glad that we did it that way. Like it's been such a beautiful journey to truly walk these last nine months with each of the women inside Elevate Your Voice. Now, what's interesting about that is in the beginning, you know, because I had my, my light beamer hat on, I had April, the coach, the story coach hat on. Um, the community builder that I am, I was so focused on the other women who were coming into the project. And when we started working on their stories and we started writing at first, all I thought about were the other women. And it was, you know, a few weeks in before I kind of realized, oh my gosh, <laughs> I actually have to write my story too. I have to figure out what I'm going to say, what I'm going to write about. And I actually have to do the same work 
that I am guiding these other women through as well. And that was an interesting dynamic. I'm not going to lie. Um, and it still is, it still is to this day. I find myself naturally sitting in the seat of being the leader, but it's harder for me. And it's not unlike this podcast. I've talked about this many times on the show, that it's really easy for me to facilitate other people's stories. It's very hard for me to pull out my own stories. And this was just another example of that, right? It was another opportunity for me to go deeper with my own story and do the work of articulating what that story is. So naturally I lean towards the easy, the easy path of coaching and celebrating other women. But I found the difficult thing was for me to remind myself that I was actually one of the authors in this book and that I also had to write a chapter and that I also had to do the work and that I also had to go through that experience as an author alongside the other women, not just as the facilitator of the program which was, it was, uh, you know, that was a challenge. That was definitely a challenge. Now, when I got to the point of deciding what was I going to talk about, what was I going to write about? What story was I going to share? I didn't know that right away. I did not know what the story was going to be. And I would just thought it would be fun for me to share a little bit of my process of how I came to share the specific chapter that I, the specific story that I'm sharing in my chapter of Elevate Your Voice. And All I knew that going into the writing stage of uh, my journey, there was a a concept around my, well, it wasn't a concept. There was an experience that I was having. I'll say that. There had been a series of events that had taken place over the last couple of years um, that I had been leaning into around people that I was working with, people that I had interactions with um, that were very narcissistic. And I kept finding myself getting butted up against these people, right? Like different narcissists, uh, different people who were exhibiting narcissism, uh, narcissistic behavior. They kept showing up. (laughs) They kept showing up in my life. And I took note of that and I thought, wow, you know, I do know I've come along enough on my journey and my personal development and my growth to know that when a pattern shows up, it's because you probably need to take a look at it. And so I was in that space of taking a look at it, trying to understand how to navigate the waters when narcissistic people showed up in my life. How could I do a better job of managing those conversations, managing those people, maybe even deleting those people from my life. How could I do a better job of navigating that when it would show up? And so that was kind of the headspace that I was in when I sat down to write my story. I didn't really intend to sit down and write a story about narcissism. And I think once you read my story in elevate your voice. I I hope that you won't walk away and say, well, that was all about narcissism. I definitely talk about some experiences that I've had, uh, butting up against people, specifically men who made me have some challenging experiences, right? And some of it looks like I'm dealing with patriarchal systems. Some of it looks like dealing with specific narcissistic behavior, Um, you know, dealing with men who tried to exhibit control and manipulation with me. Um, There were definitely very specific examples of me um, navigating that. And I shared those in my chapter. But when I sat down to write my story, what was interesting about my experience, number one, I'll let you know another inside story. I wrote my entire chapter in one day. I really wrote my entire chapter probably in about three hours. I had been thinking about it. I had been journaling a little bit. I had been praying about it. But when it came time to write, it poured out of me. And within that writing session, within that two or three hours that I spent writing this chapter, and of course that was a rough draft. I mean, it definitely got refined over time. But the rough draft that came out of me in that one sitting, I was surprised. I surprised myself. I was surprised that... When I started writing, I actually went back, you know, 
20, 30 years ago to experiences that I had that I truly had not thought about in a very, very, very long time. And I think this is the power of storytelling for a lot of people, and it was certainly my experience, is that it gave me the opportunity. It was such a gift because it gave me the opportunity to examine my story, to really go back all the way, right? All the way to 20, 30 years ago to see where this pattern and this behavior even began to begin with. So that was the first thing that was really uh, pleasantly surprising to me. Even though I teach storytelling and I have, I know I, you know, talk with women all day long who have the same experience, but exactly that, to have that experience also was very validating in terms of um, what I know to be true about storytelling. Now, I have to tell you, when I sat down and wrote my first draft, the very first draft that I wrote, that what the words that came out of me um, in that first two to three hours of writing that first draft, I sat back and I read what I wrote, and I was crying because it was a painful, you know, it's painful to go back and look through some of your experiences. And in writing the story, you have to relive it. You have to relive it to explain what happened, how it made you feel, uh, what occurred, all of those things. And so I had to go back into those moments to, to relive that story. And that is hard work. And I think that's why a lot of people don't honestly write their story and they don't publish books is because they know that inherently in order to share that story, you're going to have to go back and you're going to have to relive it a little bit, right? And this is true. It is part of the process. But to stay stuck in that place, you would be missing so much of the golden stuff that comes after that. And I'm going to share a little bit about what those golden moments were for me. But fair enough to say that when you sit down to write your story, it is going to require you to sort of peel back the scab that has scarred up over that wound. And you're going to have to go back and get into that wound again. You're going to have to relive a little bit of the, the experiences that maybe you know, aren't that comfortable to go back and experience. And so when I sat down and read my first draft, I, I, through tears, I handed it to my husband and I let him read it. I mean, this is moments after I had completed the last word and I let him read it very fresh and very raw and very in the moment. And as he read it, uh, when he was done, um, he said, I, and I, of course I asked him, well, what do you think? And he says, well, what do you think? And I said, I think a really angry woman wrote those words because that's what came out of me. It was all the bottled up anger. It was all the, the, the things that I had never expressed before, especially didn't express it 20 and 30 years ago when I was at a different place in my life and at a different place in my journey, not really being equipped uh, to, or empowered to really know how to use my voice. And it was an opportunity for me to release that. You know, it's very therapeutic, very therapeutic to write that first draft. Um, I was very proud of myself when it was done because, you know, I, I realized I had been carrying around some of that anger for all this time. And again, it was, it, all of this was weaving together to some of the more modern day experiences I had been having um, that even led me to even think about this topic to begin with, which led me on this journey to write about it and to share my own experiences and how these patterns kept showing up in my life in different places where they were showing up. It didn't just show up in my career. It showed up in my personal life too. And it was an opportunity and a gift. It was an invitation for me to go on that journey to examine what was this all about? Why, why did I keep having these experiences? What was I learning from it? And what could I take from my own story that would be a gift to me? Um, and really, I had not looked at that from that type of lens before. And so in writing the story, because I was following my own formula, I was following my own formula around the story arc, that I knew that I had to get to the other side of those stories so that I could look at it objectively and I could look at it and say, 
this is why this showed up for me. And this is what I've learned through this experience. And this is why it matters. And that's the beautiful part of telling stories, right? It's not just because we got to dig into the wound is that we can get to the other side and find the lesson in it all. Find why it matters. Find the importance that you need to hear for yourself and something that's valid and worthy of sharing with other people. But in all fairness, I got to say, the very first draft of that chapter, the chapter that is now in Elevate Your Voice, the first version of that is not the version you're going to read in the book, but the first version was for me. The first version was really beneficial to get me started because I needed to get all that junk out of the way. Um, now it's not that I didn't share that my anger in the chapter. I think when you, I, my hope is that when you read my story in Elevate Your Voice, that you will, you will see where I was angry. You will feel my anger. I didn't want to tamper that down because it's a real emotion that we feel and, it, and we should honor that. I didn't want to change, but I needed to get through my own anger so that I could tell the story from the lens of someone who was on the other side of that story. And that's, a, that's an important piece to get to when you're sharing your stories. You have to understand how to get yourself to the other side of your story so that you can share it from that perspective. Um, so that, that's a little bit about what my first draft was like and, and how anger showed up for me and how anger even shows up still in the book and in, in, in my chapter in the book. Now, the other part of this journey was not just writing our story, but then we have, we were, we were all invited to go and sh- get feedback from people that we wanted p- feedback from people that could give us editorial feedback, people that could give us feedback on the story itself, people that could give us feedback from how we'll, how this will land in our industry. Um, so we were invited to uh, meet with people that were our industry peers and colleagues, uh, invited to meet with people that we knew that maybe had taught English at school or they were school teachers and really good at making notes and edits. Um, and so we did that. We, we reached out and, and met with different people to share our stories with to share our chapters with, to get feedback. And there were a couple of women in particular, I shared it with a few women, but there were, there were two women in particular that really showed up for me at this stage of the writing process. And there's like, I think that's what a lot of people don't realize about writing books is that there's so many people behind the scenes that are helping an author bring that story forward, that it's not just the author. You know, it's not just me writing the story. It was me sharing it with my husband. It was me sharing it with these, these peers that I wanted feedback from. And then it was sharing it and having those conversations to get that feedback from them and hearing how, what were, what was missing for them or how, how could I write this in a way that would be more received by the audience and all of that, because when you're writing your own story, you're too close to it. Sometimes, you know, you need that feedback. The feedback is so critical. And for me, there were two women in particular that just, just showed up big time for that work with me. They did not take my, my ask lightly. They, they got out their red pen and they marked up my chapter left and right. And they gave me such valuable feedback that I don't know that my chapter would honestly be as good as it is without their feedback. And so, uh, I think that that's something that even after we've done all of the author interviews, I think there have been a few authors that referenced getting feedback from people that they had to get feedback from and, and what that experience was like for them. But I don't think we've touched on that enough in terms of, of this process of, of what feedback, how feedback really does shape the stories that we put into this book. Um, these stories were not just written in a silo by each of the authors and my, mine is no different. And I don't know if that surprises people or not. I mean, I think it's easy to think, well, the story coach surely knows how to write her own story. What would she need feedback for? (laughs) Well, trust me, none of us are perfect. And there's always ways 
to um, look at the story from a different angle. And again, when it's your story, you're too close to it. It's too hard. It's really too hard. You don't have the type of perspective that you need. And so getting feedback was so, so, so helpful. The same is true when we went through the editing phase. We hired a professional copywriter, or excuse me, copy editor. And that copy editor gave all of us just as much valuable feedback as did our personal contacts where we, we asked feedback from them. And so getting the feedback and getting those edits really did help shape my story at a level that I really started to get excited about. I could really see how the story was starting to take shape and that I was really getting somewhere with the process. Now, I want to fast forward when we got into the publishing phase, and I'm going to echo what so many other authors have shared when they've been on the show talking about this experience for them, is that when we got to the publishing phase and that our final edits had been complete and it was off, it was being printed, the book, the book was being produced, there were no more changes, there were no more edits, we were done. Let me tell you, that's when the oh shit moment sets in, Okay. <laughs> you have literally crossed the point of no return because the story is now in the hands of the publisher and it's no longer in your control. And this story, this book is now being produced and you know it's going to come out. And so it really is the point of no return. And that's when for myself and for so many others, the reality of, oh my gosh, other people are going to actually read this oh my gosh, this is going to be widely accessible. I mean, it's going to be on Amazon for crying out loud. It's going to be widely accessible. Strangers that we will never even know about will read this story. That will read our story. We'll read this book. And it really does start to play tricks on your brain when you start to think about that. Like you... You just don't, you really, it's a lack of control. Like you can't control what they may interpret about you, how they're going to read the story and what message they're going to get out of it. Even though we can set the best intentions and this was why we wrote the story and this is what we wanted other readers to get out of it. We don't know if that's really what's going to take place. And it really becomes this, oh my gosh, what have I done? And how can I take it back as fast as possible? But as I said, at that point, we were all past the point of no return. And I mean, that's a really exciting place to be in too, because it pushes you. It really forces you to just live on the edge of that comfort level, right? Like it's beyond your comfort level. It's beyond your comfort zone. It's scary. It's unknown. It's out of your control and you just have to keep going. And it was a huge growth experience for myself. And I know it was for the other authors as well, because I really saw myself stepping into a whole nother level that I had never been in before. You know, writing and publishing a book is a big deal. And I just saw myself visually in my mind's eye elevating. Like this is a whole new ball game of storytelling. This is a whole new ball game of visibility. This is a whole new ball game of my brand and where I'm going as a business owner. And I saw all of it. And while there's a big feeling around, oh my gosh, what have I done? There was also the excitement of like, okay, buckle up. Here we go. This is what we're doing. Uh, and that, that was really fun. It was, it was scary. Yes, but it was also super fun. And I'm, I'm still excited about it because, you know, here we are today, April 6th and the book is out on Amazon. And I'm really trying to just be in the moment of, of letting it be whatever it is. Um, something that I teach and preach to my clients all the time is learning to be detached from the outcome. And I'm having to practice my own words of wisdom right now and being detached from the outcome. I can't control how others are going to interpret my story. I can't be attached to that outcome. All I can do is put it out there and release it. Be proud of what I've done. Understand what I know to be true about this chapter and about the story that I shared and be okay with the fact that some people are going to get it and some people aren't. 
And that takes, you know, that's putting on your big girl panties right there. It really is. Because we can't control everything. And I'm the queen of control over here. But practicing the release of control is also another really beautiful growth experience through the process of publishing this book. It's been challenging, but it's also been really beautiful. So remember when I said back in the beginning, if I had gotten stuck on not wanting to revisit my wounds, I would have missed out on all of these beautiful gifts that I've been able to experience down the road in the publishing phase of, of writing this story and also the editing and the feedback stage of sharing my story. I would have missed these gifts if I had only been focused on, ee, I don't really want to get into the wound of my story. I don't want to revisit the pain. That's like too hard. Yes, it was hard, but it was so worth it. And it's always about the gifts that are to come that we can't always see at the moment when we're digging into our wounds, but trusting that it will be worth it. The journey is worth it. And that has definitely been the case as I now am here on April 6th, sharing the story with you and sharing it with excitement, sharing it, um, knowing that I don't have to control it letting it be what it's going to be, just soaking up the experience with my fellow authors, soaking up the experience with Lynette, the publisher, soaking up this experience with my community and all of you sharing this with you today. I am coming at it from a place of excitement and peace and um, really a place of groundedness that if I had only focused on the hard things in the beginning, I, I would have missed out on. You know, another piece of this though, in getting to the point where I knew that there were, there were, there were certain pieces of my story that I knew people in my current life were going to read. And I, it was important to me that they didn't take it out of context. It was important to me that they hear the whole story from me because it's almost impossible to write the whole story when you've got about 5,000 words limit, um, which was the limit that we gave each woman for her chapter. It was roughly about 5,000 words, and we all needed to honor that boundary. We all needed to honor that, that, um, that restriction, if you will. And there were so many things that I could have said about the stories that I shared inside my chapter that I didn't, I didn't get to. And so one of the things that I have done recently since, um, while waiting for this book to come out on Amazon is that I have begun to have really hard conversations, difficult conversations that made me feel uncomfortable. And one in particular was with my pastor because I share a very specific story about, um, a challenging moment that I had in my church the church that I've been attending. And I am not going to give that story away because I really want you to read all of it in Elevate Your Voice. But it was important to me to go to him and say, I need you to know that this is what has happened. I need you to know that this is what has unfolded for me. And while there's a particular story about this in this, in this book, there's so much more to the story that I want you to hear because I wanted them to have, I wanted him and others that are important to me. I wanted them to have the complete context from which I went into this project, that I went into the writing of this story. It's not about an isolated incident. As I said, these patterns kept showing up for me and these, these really challenging uh, conversations and situations um, around male patriarchy and narcissism and just the, um, you know, the, the oppression of women, quite honestly, that I, I think that over time, it just got to a point where I could no longer not say anything. I could no longer not use my voice, which is the whole point of elevate your voice. Yet it was also important that I use my voice in a way that says, you know, no matter what, this is the truth of who I am. No matter how you may read about it or what you may think of it or your perception of it, this is the truth that I want to share with you. 
And so going and having those conversations, um, have been some, it's been something that I've been doing behind the scenes. It's been challenging and it's been extremely rewarding. It's been rewarding because I think in my head, I think one thing, but in reality, something more beautiful occurs, right? In our heads, we think people are going to think X, Y, Z. In our heads, we think up all these stories of what might happen when the story is shared. But in reality, people are so much more full of grace and um, openness than I think we give people credit for. Because really, the only person judging us in our story is usually us. We do it to ourselves. Most of the time, those closest to you and those around you and those, even those strangers on the internet that may read the stories that you don't know, most of the time, they're not the ones doing the judging. We're the ones driving that bus, right? And so that was a beautiful reminder to go and have those hard conversations, yet feel the beauty and the grace that comes out of those conversations. And so that was another piece of this whole writing experience that I don't, I definitely didn't think about that going in. I, you know, going in, I didn't even know what I was going to write about so much less. There was no way I could, I could think into the future of how is this going to affect the people around me? And this is a important piece that I want to share too, because you know, as a story coach and as someone who works with people day in and day out on their story, there's so many times when I talk to women and they say, I can't share this story because of the other people involved in the story. Right. And there's a real way that I help people with that. It's not about telling their story. It's about telling your perspective of the story, telling your truth, telling what, how, you know, what, what, what your experience was. That is something that I, that's something that I want you to hear. If you've ever thought about sharing your story is that there is a way to navigate through that trickiness of not making the story about other people, keeping the story about you. Right. And that's, that's really important. And that was a part of me doing that as well. There's something that if I could share one thing that I think surprised me the most about this entire experience is that Once the story was done and once it was put into the book and several months later, you know, I got my very own copy of the book. We got our author copies. And of course, you know, that's really cool to hold the book in your hand for the first time. And it was an opportunity for me to reread the chapter that I wrote. And one of the things that I thought about almost immediately is, wow, this story, like there's, it's already outdated. I feel like my story is already outdated because through the process of writing my story, releasing my story, putting it out there, a big part of me has grown so much. Like I'm not even the same person that finished submitting this story to begin with. Like the person I was on final edit day, the day we turned in our final drafts to the person I am now is almost unrecognizable in many ways because that, that is, if I had to retell that story now, I would tell it from the dot, 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 you know, like there's so many other things that have unfolded for me and for my awareness and from the anchoring and the learning and just Um, really understanding the story even more. So much has happened since the story was complete, since the story was put into the book. And now I feel like that's an outdated story. And I definitely did not see that coming. I did not see that aspect of it, that I didn't realize how much I personally would grow through the experience to the point that even my own story that I wrote just a few months ago would become outdated to me. Now, that doesn't mean that the story is less important, even though it feels outdated to me because I have grown through this experience and now I have a whole lot more that I I really want to say. It's almost like I need the sequel now. I need to tell the more of the story. It doesn't diminish the story that's in the book. It doesn't diminish that story for me because it was, I could not be where I am now, having the awareness that I have, having the clarity that I have living through that dot, 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 had this particular story, this particular chapter not been written. 
in the first place. And so it is a standalone story and it is enough. It is enough. And I'm letting it be enough because that can be a challenge too to think, oh my gosh, it's outdated. Now, you know, now I don't even want that out there. You know, that I'm, I'm not even that person anymore. And it's really easy to criticize and start to become very self-critical. And again, judge, it's easy to judge it. And I'm really practicing this space of not doing that and letting the story be. Just letting the story be. And so my invitation to you today is to pick up your copy of Elevate Your Voice on Amazon and go on this journey with us because it's, it's not just my story. It's 13 other women in the book, 14 of us total who have shared our stories. And my hope is that by hearing some of these behind the scenes, inside stories of what it's taken for all of us to go and, and write our stories and share our stories and, pub, uh, and publish our stories makes the experience of you reading the story that much richer and that much more rewarding. Now I'll tell you too, a lot of times it's like, well, what now, right? What now? What is unfolding now is really exciting. Okay. What, um, what is unfolding now is that we are actually starting book number two. We are starting a whole nother book project with a whole new batch of women who have also come forward to say, I want to go on that journey too. And we have begun writing already for the book called Step Into Your Brave. And that book will be released in the fall of 2022. It's so exciting. Um, it's, it's almost like living in two ideal worlds. Like we're launching this book, Elevate Your Voice is hitting the newsstands. I mean, We've got early readers that have been reading it. We've got a book launch team assembled that are helping us today get this, get this book out there to as many people. You know, I'm sharing my story here today with you to share more of my own author journey. I'm being in the moment with the story that was created for Elevate Your Voice. And we're already moving forward with a whole nother book called Step Into Your Brave, a whole nother batch of stories being produced with those women who are joining us in that book. And yes, a whole nother story coming from me again. And no, I'm not writing the sequel to the story that I wrote in Elevate Your Voice. I am working on and delivering a brand new story that I want to share in Step Into Your Brave. And I'm so excited about diving into that writing process. It's really where we are now in that phase of step into your brave is in the writing process. And so I'm living in these, this really crazy ideal, two ideal worlds of like both launching the book, the book of elevate your voice and beginning a new book already in step into your brave. And I think that that you're going to see that too, from the other authors we have a couple of authors that have already started writing authors from elevate your voice that have already started writing their solo book. And that was always mine and Lynette's intention with this is that we wanted to create a project. We wanted to create an experience that would not only give women a book at the end of it, right? They have elevate your voice as a concrete, tangible reminder of of the work that they've done and the hard, diligent, uh, important work that they've done to write their story. They've not only done that, but they now feel equipped and empowered to go on and share that story in other ways. And some of that for some people is going to be writing their solo book, writing their, their story completely on their own. And that feels really, really good. I'm very, very proud of that. I feel like through the experience, we have been able to impart wisdom and knowledge that has been extremely helpful and beneficial to those women. Those who may not go on to write their story in a book are already doing other extraordinary things like getting on podcasts and doing amazing interviews with others. They're launching programs. They're growing and building a business. We have one of our authors that went and launched a business. I mean, like, okay, here we go. Um, it's been amazing to watch these women step into their next level, right? I talked about 
being able to see myself and understand that I have reached a whole different level of my being just by doing this project. And I see that in the other women as well. And it's a beautiful thing to experience. And I'm so, 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 so proud of this book. I'm proud of this project. I'm proud of what we created. I'm proud of the stories that we put inside of it. We, we poured everything we have into it. And as a result, I believe we created a really quality product that readers like you are going to read and really love. And we can't, we just can't wait to hear what you think of it. We can't wait for you to get your own copy. We want you to go order um, your copy today on Amazon. And oh my gosh, don't let me forget to say, this is something that's so important that today on Amazon, um, in any of our Amazon royalties from now until the end of time, anytime you order a book on, um, you order Elevate Your Voice on Amazon, all of the royalties that we get from the sale of this book, we are funneling into funding microloans for women in business. So underserved women who could really use a leg up in starting their business or getting additional training that they need to grow their business. And so we will continue to funnel all of the proceeds, all of the royalties that we make from Amazon sales on purchases of Elevate Your Voice into that. We are working with a, a partner called Kiva, kiva.org. They are a micro loan funding organization that they operate around the world. Um, our efforts will be focused for now in the United States. Uh, we may eventually be able to expand our efforts outside of the United States, but that is where we're starting. We're starting with women close to home that we want to help and that we want to see succeed through us being able to give back by way of this project. And that is something else that you can feel good about too when you go to purchase your copy of Elevate Your Voice on Amazon is that you too will be supporting that cause because um, any money that we get from Amazon, we're not keeping. We're going to pay it forward and we're going to help other women in need um, help use their voice, help elevate their voice by way of their business. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited about that. It's going to be gorgeous. Um, I, I can't wait to learn of the women's stories that we end up getting to support and just really just get to see the magic of one unfolds and the impact that this book will make with you. And so my invitation to you today is that when you get your copy of Elevate Your Voice and once you've had a chance to read every single author's stories inside, the bio on after each story, uh, chapter, you're going to have a bio of each author and you're going to have a way that you can connect with them. And I encourage you, please, I encourage you to reach out to those women personally whose story touches you. You may not be touched by all 14 stories and that's okay. But if there is a particular story, a particular woman who's, who's sharing of her story touches you in any way, please let her know let her know because I promise you we're going to be thriving off that type of feedback from you. It's going to mean so much to all of us when we hear from you and we hear that the validation, right, that our story did matter. It made a difference. It, it landed. It, it, it created an impact for one other person out there. And if we do that, it's enough, like we did our job. So please don't forget to reach out to those women, reach out to me if it's my story and let us know that you read it, you loved it, and what about it impacted you. Don't forget to share, elevate your voice with other people. Encourage your friends to buy it. Um, share it as part of your reading list. Create a book club if you want to share these stories with more people. We just, we know that the listeners of the Inside Story podcast are such champions of our light beamers and all of the work that we do here at light beamers. And we're just so thankful. I'm so thankful that you're here. I'm here. I'm thankful that you're here listening today. I'm thankful that you may go to Amazon and purchase and end up reading our stories. And I'm just so thankful to be on this journey with you. I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to share a bit of my story today. I'm grateful that I took the time to do it. I'm grateful that I thought through my own experience, instead of just sitting in the driver's seat, 
really taking off that leadership hat and being in the moment as an author in this book. And I hope that you've enjoyed me sharing my story with you today. And if there's ever anything I can do to support you on your storytelling journey, please reach out to me. I'm at april at lightbeamers.com or you can find me at lightbeamers on Instagram and send me a direct message. Let's connect and let's see what the journey could look like for you to share your story. Okay, everyone, friends, listeners, podcast enthusiasts, I love you all. I'm so grateful for you and thank you for giving me your ear today so that I could share my story. I will talk to you real soon after, of course, you go buy your book on Amazon (laughs) and give us a review and let us know that Elevate Your Voice is making a big splash in the world. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for being uh, a listener of the Inside Story podcast. We appreciate you so much. And I'll be back here next week with another episode. Talk to you then. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.